up on today's federal newscast. A new bill in Congress would allow service members to sue the Pentagon for medical malpractice. The Air Force halts all recovery efforts at one of its bases destroyed by Hurricane Michael. And House Democrats find a new way to prevent the president from using defense funds to build a wall on the southern border. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A handful of members of Congress introduce a bill to allow military service members to sue the Defense Department for instances of medical malpractice unrelated to their military duties. Currently, the Ferris Doctrine, which originated in a 1950 Supreme Court case, disallows service members from suing DOD when malpractice by military doctors unconnected to combat results in severe injury or death. The new bill will create an exemption to the Federal Tort Claims Act, which will allow service members to sue the military in such cases. There's no more money for fixing up Tyndall Air Force Base in Florida unless Congress steps in. The Air Force is deferring all new hurricane recovery projects until 2020 to give it time to secure supplemental funds from Congress. It's estimated to cost about $3.5 billion to fully rebuild the base. House Democrats introduce a new mechanism to block the president from spending DOD funds on his proposed border wall. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The House Appropriations Subcommittee on Military Construction and Veterans Affairs is set to vote on its 2020 spending bill today. It includes a provision that would bar MILCON funds from any fiscal year from being spent on walls, barriers, or fences on the southern border. The White House plans to use up to $3.6 billion in MILCON money for the wall in 2019, and DOD's proposed budget for 2020 includes several billion more for that. That same purpose. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Leadership on the House Ways and Means Committee are concerned about ongoing collective bargaining negotiations between the Social Security Administration and the American Federation of Government Employees. Committee Chairman Richard Neal says SSA is pushing contract articles similar to the provisions of the president's May executive orders. Neal thinks SSA should return to the bargaining table, drop its original contract proposals, and negotiate in good faith with the AFGE. The Postal Service says it's preparing a new business plan to help address its multi-billion dollar funding shortfall. USPS says it'll have a $125 billion funding gap in the next 10 years. Postmaster General Megan Brennan says the agency will run out of cash next year if it pays all its financial mandates in 2019. The business plan is expected in early summer. The House Oversight and Reform Committee says it will use the USPS business plan as a guide for a new postal reform bill. Congress killed off the Office of Technology Assessment in the mid-90s, but lawmakers are looking to bring it back. The House Appropriations Committee is looking to give OTA a $6 million budget for fiscal 2020, way more than the $2.5 million supporters were looking for in a fiscal 2019 spending bill that Congress failed to pass. The Homeland Security Department identifies 55 critical functions that, if attacked, would severely impact the nation's infrastructure. DHS says its next step will be to continue working with its public and private sector partners to develop a risk register to assess the likelihood and consequences if the national critical function goes down, as well as how ready the government and industry are to reduce risk. Through this effort, DHS and critical infrastructure providers will develop a risk analysis, a dependency analysis, and consequence modeling. 
DHS wants agencies to move even faster to repair system vulnerabilities. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. DHS is cutting the time agencies have to fix critical cyber vulnerabilities by half and requiring agencies to address high vulnerabilities in 30 days. The agency updated a 2015 binding operational directive earlier this week with new deadlines for vulnerabilities identified through DHS's cyber hygiene scanning. The four-year-old policy required agencies to mitigate critical cyber problems in 30 days. This new one now gives agencies 15 days. The old policy didn't require agencies to mitigate high vulnerabilities in a specific amount of time. I'm Jason Miller. While the Census Bureau continues prepping for the 2020 population count, the Government Accountability Office wants it to step up its cybersecurity efforts. GAO says the Bureau has over 500 corrective actions from security assessments which still need to be addressed, about half of which are considered high-risk or very high-risk. GAO also recommends Census develop a formal process for tracking and implementing cybersecurity recommendations from the Homeland Security Department. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 